Hello, it's Mr. White here. Many years ago, here in Edmonton, I mistakenly used a counterfeit $5 bill at a convenience store. The clerk told me I couldn't use it and that it must have worked its way into my change somehow. We laughed, we moved on, and I went about my day with no interruption. A few weeks ago, George Floyd, a black man in Minneapolis, had a similar experience. The difference? It cost him his life. These past few weeks have brought the topic of racism to the forefront. We feel as though we cannot remain silent in regards to this issue. Racism is never acceptable in any form, nor should it be tolerated. This is not only a problem south of the border. We know that racism very much exists here in Canada as well, and we need to be diligent about confronting it head on. We cannot pretend that it does not exist here. At Strathcona, we are taking the time to listen and reflect in order to gain a better understanding of racism in our school community. We understand that this task must be carried out with intention. It needs to come from within, and it cannot be something that we simply do because it is expected of us. It is not enough to simply not be racist or just not do racist things. It needs to be a proactive commitment to fight against it. It means calling out racism when we see it, not accepting it. It's about having tough conversations with each other, especially as teachers. As three individuals who have never been on the receiving end of racism, we want to listen. Please reach out with stories, with concerns. We want to hear you. We want to learn from you. And we want to become better so that we can support you. Thank you. What is up, Fazed and friends? Welcome to the podcast. As always, I am Mr. Buffy, and I have my best friend in the entire world here with me, Mr. Spronk. Spronk, what's up? Uh, yeah, this has been a crazy week, man. Crazy couple weeks. A a turning point in history, I think. I think so as well. I, I agree with you. And as always, Mr. White, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, you forgot the S on that friend statement. Oh, Fazette and <laughs> friends. Plural, plural. No, no, I mean, no, right. best, no, 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 no. Best friends. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I still don't see where he made the mistake. I'm... Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll listen to this again, but you know what? You know what, guys? Big news. Huge news. We made it. Episode 10, 10, 10. We did it. It only took 13 weeks, but we did it. <laughs> double digits. And That's coincidentally, it's the same week we hit double digits in listeners as well. Yeah. Hey, is that a true statement? <laughs> Could be. Well, nice. According I'm just to my hoping, very... I'm just hoping this episode goes better than my 10th birthday where I had a pinata. It did not break and I stepped on a nail. So here's, here's hoping it goes a little better than that. Do you want to know one of the things that makes me the saddest about these cancellations? In my Spanish 10 classes, usually on my last day of school, I use the, the, the class party budget and I go to Walmart and I get like 10 pinatas. And for our last Spanish class, we just go out and absolutely destroy these pinatas. That is not going to happen this year, sadly. So sorry, Spanish ten. You won't get the full experience. The, but the cra- congratulations the crazy part to those is, pinatas that can yeah, live the, on now for another s- year. You save pinatas, man. The crazy part is, is that this is no different than Spronk's year end stuff. Usually he misses the last day of school. Uh and yeah, so it's probably right on pace for him, right, Josh? I just, I just happen to be sick those <laughs> yeah. days. He's hey, sick. funny story though, Buffy. Uh for my buddy's twelfth birthday, we were playing something in his backyard and i went by their garage and stepped on a rusty nail and had to get a tetanus shot at a birthday party so that was sweet i have had my fair share of tetanus for sure but yeah yeah good birthday stories 
anyways, let's jump into school news here. Uh, we are getting closer to the end of the year, as White just mentioned with his pinata story. Uh, I know I'm coming in on the close of my sports performance videos and and Fazed stuff, but uh, I thought we could maybe take a couple seconds here and just see how the year has gone. Let's, uh, Spronk, how's the year gone for you, man? Oh, man, what a great year is something that we no one will say this year. Uh, I don't know, man. It wasn't great. I don't know. The kids are good. It's good until a couple months ago. I don't know. What do you say? Yeah. What do you say? It's, you know what? You know what's good about it? Uh, especially if you're a social teacher, you can, you can turn this into a unit. Just which, which quarter of 2020 are we going to learn today? Yeah, this is going to be a chapter in a textbook, if not an entire unit in the future. I know that I, I'm never going to. I, I will talk about 2020 every year I teach social for the rest of my career, I think. Until you teach kids born in 2020? <laughs> no, like, even then. Hey, guys, guess what? You're a, a coronial. You never know this. <laughs> yeah, they're all gonna be, their names are all going to be variants of corona and COVID. <laughs> I saw I saw a funny joke that said, uh, what if the Mayan guy that wrote the 2012 was actually just dyslexic and he meant 2021 is when the world is ending. Well, that's the thing. It's you, you, you can't help but to laugh at some of these things that are coming out on Instagram. The memes of you have the one kid in school right now flipping his history textbook open to like the year 2000 and Y2K and it's like a paragraph and then it cuts to another image of a little kid just crying because he has this encyclopedia of the year 2020 to learn in, in social class in the next 10 years coming. But yeah, it has, uh, it's, it's been an interesting one for sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's coming to a close here. I know, no, uh, it's not though. We're not even, we're oh, half through the not. year. Oh, it's a, it, school year is, but I, I don't even want to know what 2020 has planned for. I wish I could be more optimistic, but I don't even want to know what it has planned for us for the fall. Yeah. I, I still don't believe sports are going to come back just because it's 2020. Like I, I believe that 2020 will dangle sports in front of our faces and then rip them away at the last second because it's 2020. And then it will never end. On New Year's Eve, it'll go to, we'll be counting down. It'll be 11.59, and then it'll just go to 11.60. <laughs> we'll be like, what? Yeah, I saw that the other day on Instagram. <laughs> um, just grad's coming up, though, right? We got the dra- grad drive-thru. Uh, I know Letursky and Miss Woodruff have been pumping a lot of hours into that. And it's actually coming along really nicely from what I've seen. Uh, well, we just heard, uh, off, off air that, uh, Spronk's kid wants, uh, some pizza and we had to tell him that it's not pizza. <laughs> it's just hundreds of pizza boxes. So I'm excited to see what this goes through. I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how this grad drive through works. I know there is going to be an athletics tent. Is that correct? Spronk? Yes. There will be an athletics tent, and those of you that are receiving a sweater should have actually received an email from uh, McRory today, Janine, and we will have your sweaters ready. So, yeah, if you want your sweater, you have to come to the drive-thru. And those then, are nice sweaters. Me and me and Mr. Buffy recently uh, modeled them. It's yeah. quite nice. I personally like, and I know this is uh, – we only have a few of them, but I am a fan of the Russell version. Uh, this year, they are champion because uh, champion is champion. But because we, a few years wear, ago, bro. yeah, a few years ago, we actually got Russell ones, and I think they are a better fit. But uh, it's up to you if you want that little champion logo on your sleeve, then uh, you can get a champion one. But I honestly feel as though champion is divided into two types of champion. I really and truly think that. Like, well, I think there's, there's the... the champion that's like the streetwear that, you know, is cool or whatever. And then there's the champion that was sold at Walmart when I was a child. Well, but that's the thing. It hasn't changed, though. It's it's still it's still that brand. It just got hyped up. It's kind of like Fila, right? Like, oh, really? Fila. Like what Fila. I'm waiting for Starter to come back. It's it's just how the public perceives certain things. You know what? In a few years, champion might be down and out and it could be. You know what? We could come full circle and maybe go Kappa or something. Like maybe Umbro makes a comeback. I don't know. It's it is what it is Umbro for that Street stuff. Wear. Oh man, uh, Umbro Streetwear. Uh, you know what? Odds are Europe probably has it. They're they're ahead of the time, man. Uh, 
I remember my hairstylist, this was like three years ago, saying that in Germany, the mushroom cut was coming back. And she's like, just watch, man, it's coming. The mushroom cut is coming to America again. But I think yeah. we did have some mushroom cuts that's going on these past few years. Yeah, the mushroom cut and the uh, the perm is... Uh, is but also with in. like the 90s look. Yeah, that's the thing, man. It's I, I, I approve. I, I honestly do approve of the streetwear fashion and how kids are rocking it. So kudos to you all. You are amazing and amazingly well-dressed people. So The haircuts yep. have gotten terrible, though. I'm not going to... I don't agree with your take on the mushroom cuts, but well, we all saw what I went through for uh, for a good chunk of the year there, so I can't speak to that. So you're still you're still you're still rocking the uh... yeah. I got a well, I couldn't go straight down to the straight down to the bone. I it scares me. I'm worried it won't come back. So, but the frosted <laughs> tips. Yeah, yeah, I decided to go for my grad look. My in the spirit of grad for the 2020s this year, I decided to go to my 2005 grad photo. <laughs> Did we ever uh, talk about the fact that we got a picture of your grad? Did we talk about that did, when somebody sent in your grad photo for mainly? Yep. Yeah, I think we did. We talked about if I'm just trying to live vicariously through my grad self or something. But it's it's definitely not worse than my grad photo, though. <laughs> I w- that I would pay money to see that. I want to see that. Can we dig that up? You know, there's I've some seen there's Sprunk's some list- grad photo. It was shown at a staff meeting one time. Was it? Yeah, it totally was. Hundred percent. I remember it. I think that's bullying. I think actually was I, I, yeah. I, I remember it being shown at a staff meeting. That definitely happened. Well, I gotta see this thing, but anyways, we had a special edition episode this week, drop on Tuesday. It was our vending machine draft. And you know what? We got some amazing reviews from it. People loved it. Um, we did put it up on instagram to get votes on to see who is the best uh, vending machine out there and uh, we got our results back we had a, a an amazing vote we actually had a lot of voters uh, chime in and uh come away with stuff but uh we're gonna give you these results also a very was... complex point aggregating system Oh, yeah. Very complex. So what it went down to is uh, we asked our listeners to vote uh, through the question poll on Instagram, and we asked them to rank um, uh, one to five, one being the best, five being the worst. And obviously, we one got if you got voted best, you got five points. Second, four, three, three. Um, fourth got two points, and l- last got uh, one point. Uh, Spronk's very aware of that one because of his atrocious uh, vending machine. But well, hold on, hold on. If I can interrupt, I actually said if you people listen to the podcast, they would know. After my first pick, I said, "Listen, I'm I'm going for the worst because I think this is a terrible idea." Basically, it ended up being a pretty fun podcast. But there, obviously, people voted and didn't listen to the podcast because I think I would have gotten fourth, not fifth. <laughs> Uh, you maybe. guys should go, but honestly, if you're listening to this, you haven't listened to our draft yet. You should go listen because there's a story behind each vending machine. There is uh, actually, we, it, we actually did oddly enough, like how this started is it started by, we should do a draft. And then we came up with a vending machine. And in the end, we actually went pretty deep in it. Every individual, myself, white, Spronk, uh, Mr. Pelche and Mr. Lashinsky, we actually all had different views of what our vending machine should look like considering that I was in a location and sc- in the hallways of Strathcona, but we all had like different research put into it. What are the number Dad, one selling Dad. things? What, what? Hayden, I'm recording. What? Huxley? You know how Huxley goes to the bathroom by himself now? Yeah, great. This is not the time. Seriously? Um, um, Huxley kind of flushed his leg down the toilet. What are you talking about? Whoa. <laughs> he flushed his leg down the toilet. I don't know how, Whoa. but I'm Where... screaming. I gave him a chainsaw to play with. Where is he? Where's know. the chainsaw? Did you put gas in it for him? No. Oh, you're the worst. My kids are the worst. Guys, I have to go. Sorry. I have to go. What? Oh, oh dear. Okay. You didn't give your kid later. a... What? Oh. I got to go. Okay. I, uh, Seriously, Hayden? Wow. Seriously. Bye, Spronk, I guess. Uh, Bye. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. He, he is, he's gone. He actually left, so... Okay, well, um, oh. Oh. I hope... Carry on here. I hope everything's okay in the Spronk household, but... Uh, <laughs> I guess I it's unexpected. just me and you now, Mr. White. But yeah, I was I was super excited about the the vending machine draft. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we had Mr. Pelche doing market research. We had uh, 
we had Mr. Lashinsky uh, just picking things that he thought kids would want to draft because they want to be rebellious. We had uh, Mr. Buffy just choosing random stuff and going with his heart. Oh yeah, you just go, you go with your heart of hearts and uh, you hope for the best, man. It's I, I thought I, was, I did uh, I thought I did a, a a great vending machine. Do you want to know my biggest regret about that draft? What's my that? biggest regret is uh, I only had one chocolate bar, and you know what? When it comes down to it, I think that was my downfall. And I don't want to give too many spoilers about the results here, but the one chocolate bar was not good enough. You know, I had two painkillers and one chocolate bar. That's not a good ratio. I didn't even notice that you had one chocolate bar, but yeah, that, that will take your hurt. That, that comes down to it. You know, you, you make a, I, I kind of treated the vending machine draft. Like I treat my NFL draft, just overall talent, just overall talent. So, uh, yeah, who won? You drafted peanut M&Ms. Oh, do, are, are we going to drop the results right now? Yeah, I think we are dropping the results right now. Cause Let's uh, I do think it. people want to know all our voters okay. who voted want to know. So, uh, so without further ado build- in fifth place. Let's be, yeah, good. I think we're building tension the right way, unlike your draft lottery where you gave away the winner right away. Uh, they were, we're building tension here. We're doing this the yeah. right way. And I appreciate that you've come around on that and that you're doing that. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm trying. If you guys so. listen to the last episode, you'll you'll know that I got a little bit rattled. Yeah, you got fired up because of the proper way to draft things. But anyways, with a whopping score of 33 points, we have, obviously, you could probably guess it. Just take a look at it. You all voted. It's Spronk. What Insert. a yikes vending machine, hey? Yeah. Can we Toothpaste, add... a sewing kit. You know what? I will give him this, though. If his vending machine is in a hotel, I think he actually wins. Like, you know how you go to some hotels, you're like, I need a Pepsi. You know what? I actually do. Like, maybe uh, uh, I'm there for... Uh, I need, like... You know what? I forgot my toothbrush and toothpaste and some floss. I, I need a little toiletries kit. I think he wins in a hotel, but we're not in a hotel, Spronk. We were at a school. I agree. Um, Maybe he wins if uh, it was. Yeah, no, he doesn't win. I I will say, I think, I think my machine would give some good hotel competition though, because I had the deodorant in there, I had the Tylenol and the Advil in there. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. the The deodorant was an odd one for you. Um, But I don't know. Kids care about, like, you know what I mean. If a kid's trying to impress another kid, and they smell bad. They forgot to put deodorant on that day. That deodorant like, could come in the clutch for them. You know what I mean? I think it's like you're probably wanting some like Axe body spray or probably some cologne or perfume or something. But but that but it's you can only like you can't spray cologne in your armpit if it stinks. Or maybe you can. I don't know. I've never tried. No, but cologne just spreads more. It diffuses more into the air. So anyways, we're talking logistics here. We're going to okay. move on to fourth place. And fourth place, it was between third and fourth place was a separation of four points. So this was tight. This was actually like you're you're on the verge of a podium here. So with 51 points, we have Mr. Pelche's vending machine. What do you think of that? Uh, he's going to be devastated, man, because he did. So, he actually did research. He drafted the bottle. His first pick was a bottle of water. And he stated that he had actually done research and that that was the most sold item in vending machines. Yeah, I remember him saying that. He's like, guys, bottle of water, first pick. It's the most sold thing in vending machines. But then, like, but I'm just thinking about it, it now. It's like we're we're at a school that has water fountains and like those and the cool fountains that have the water bar filler. Like you don't even like once again, I think. But hey, and Skona students, I don't want to gas you guys up too much, but you guys are pretty environmentally, socially conscious. Right, and I feel like if you have the option, you will fill a water bottle rather than buy a water bottle. So yeah. Overall, I thought he, I thought he had a a good vending machine. Uh, I think he 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 did have some picks in there. Like I I still really wanted that tied to go pen. I think that could have yeah that that's a good helped one too. my draft out a bit. But uh, yeah. and going back to the you know people want to impress people and or, or want to be and you get that stain on your shirt. Sometimes that tied to go pen is is crucial. Oh man, yeah, it's I've had kids ask so. Anyways, on the podium now. We're in the podium results. The the big old bronze with 55 points. We have Mr. Lashinsky. Congratulations, I thought Lashinsky, Lashinsky had a really solid vending machine. Um, the Monster I was Energy there Drink. For a bit. Uh, the Monster Energy Drink I thought was going to push him over the edge. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that... at the same time, like I said, we do have very we have conscious 
conscious students here at, at Scona, they know what's good for them. And they probably know that the monster energy drink is not the healthiest choice. Well, and that's the thing. I Even when you drafted the Red Bull, I, I want to say there's very rarely do I see kids just walking around with a can of monster or a can of Red Bull. I know if it was like around bikeathon time that they, they probably use it. Like I, I know I have stuff, but for the most part, kids are, that's why like secretly I, I thought I had a great pick with the uh, pure leaf iced tea. You know, like uh, I acknowledge that Red Bull is terrible for you. Uh, and it is. And it's really, if you were to compare ingredients with Monster, I doubt it's much different. But I think Monster has more of a stereotype of being awful for you and giving you a heart attack, right? And there is more caffeine content in Monsters for sure. But I think it's, honestly, I think it's just the perception of it. The, the cans yeah, are just sure. so aggressive, whereas Red Bull, it's like, Red Bull's kind of like a classy energy drink, you know? Like, it's yeah, like, oh, it's, it's blue, it's silver, it's that maybe baby it's blue. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. It, yeah, but... Uh, that's why I went for the Red Bull, but yeah, anyways. you know what? I think in the end is maybe maybe we're not uh, energy drinkers here. Maybe they they like their coffee and they like uh, their pop and and their water bottles. But it's true. And you know what? If you go around school, you don't see too many energy drinks out in the halls. It's actually true. Yeah. Um. I don't like, like I've I've coached here for three years, and I don't see kids. I don't see any athletes knocking back energy drinks before games or anything like that. No, which um, you think, which is been, good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that that's where you see them. Yeah, exactly. It. I remember when I was in grade, uh, when I was in grade 12, there was a dunk contest. Or was it, this one actually when I was in grade 11, there was a dunk contest. And a guy on my team, he, he knocked back two monsters before the dunk contest. This guy had barely dunked in his entire life. And he drank two monsters and he was catching lobs, doing reverses. <laughs> Buddy, Red Bull gives you wings, man. Red <laughs> yeah, Bull gives you wings. And after he, he was like literally shaking and he's like, I've never done that in my life. And I was like, oh boy. Yikes. Hey man. And so the, the commercials are true. Yeah. Um, also, if you do know any, anybody who uh, is a Red Bull delivery driver or like has some stake in Red Bull. Uh, oh, with the backpacks. Yeah. Shoot us, uh, hit us up here. Uh, I would yeah. love some merch. You know, Fun fact, when I was in university, I actually did have a couple of friends in university that were, that did carry around those backpacks and, Man, summertime or uh, the first couple of weeks of uh, university, they'd cruise by and just give you like eight or nine Red Bull. And not saying I drank them all, but it was nice to have some uh, somebody you knew who could give you free Red Bull. But all right. Yeah. Uh, we don't condone energy drinks on this no, podcast. Uh, they are very unhealthy for you. We are in our top two. All right. Let's just uh, go over what we had. We had Spronk at number five, Pelche at number four, Lashinsky at number three. So that obviously leaves me and you. And, uh, it was close. It was really close. It was close. It, it was Came down uh, to one vote. Really? Yeah, really one vote. The score was 76 to 72 and white. I got to say it. Congratulations to Mr. Buffy on being first place <laughs> ah. in the vending machine draft with 76 votes. It was close. It was close, but. As they always say, if you're not first, you're last. What is that? Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights or whatever? Yeah. And I am, if you could see me now, everyone, I am have my hands in the air. I am taking my crown, putting I it on my head. You. Thank you, you to the all the voters who voted for my uh, vending machine. You know what? I, I put my heart of hearts into it. Like I said, I, I, I shot for something and it, it came back with a victory. So I but really you know think you... You went with the feel of it, you know what I mean? I really think you did. I think I think I went a little bit crazy with the with the painkillers maybe, although I did get a lot of praise for that. I don't know. But I think you went with your heart and I think you chose some fan favorites and I I think for that reason, I think I think I thought it was a well-earned victory. You know, it was it hurt to lose by the one vote cuz look, one person changes their first place vote to me and it's it's a W. Uh but you know what? You deserved it, man. So congratulations. Oh, thank you. I got to I got to give thanks to you. You had a solid vending machine actually. I, I I look at it over again and yeah, maybe the the one chocolate bar like you said, but uh you did yeah, have a solid I vending didn't, machine, but I thought I did I that. Really, I I, yeah. I tried to get some parity throughout. I added some I I added a couple of chocolate bars. I had people knock me for the peanut M&Ms, but guess what? You can share peanut M&Ms, right? Can you, you though? Can. Because there's a lot of peanut allergies out there. Although I shouldn't talk. I had my only chocolate bar was Reese's peanut butter cups. So, yeah, but I also feel like if you have a bag of peanut M and M's and you're sharing it amongst your friends, you probably know if your friends have a peanut allergy or not. So, it's well, not like you're forcing <laughs> these down up. their throat, right? 
but yeah, I thought I, I think, and I mentioned earlier, the big winner for me, honestly, and that was my, that was my contender against Pelche's blue Gatorade was the pure leaf iced tea. I know kids love it. They will travel to seven 11 for it. They'll go, they'll go great lengths to grab a pure leaf iced tea. And I thought that was the, the huge kicker there. So. Yeah, that was uh, good. Uh, I, you know what? And that was a good move by you. You even recommended to me that I add that to the master list beforehand. So definitely a premeditated move on your part. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though I said you picked with your heart, you clearly did some planning too, and and you know the demographics. Oh yeah, well done. Yeah. So uh, once again, thank you to our listeners for voting. It was super fun. Maybe send us an email. Send us a Snapchat comment. Uh, Anything? Do you want us to see us do more drafts? Well, Maybe we'll do a shorter send us one. A Snapchat because we don't. Oh, sorry, we don't have Snapchat. Well, you, yeah, uh, an Instagram, whatever. However, you. No, I'm not starting a Snapchat. By the way, that's not yeah. going to happen. But once again, thank you all the listeners. And if you want to hear that awesome podcast, it is on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. Yeah, check out um, the draft. It was fun, Mr. Pelche and Mr. Lashinsky, really fun guys. Um, yeah, we have to really have fun. them back. That was good. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree yeah. totally. All right, let's. Uh, since it's just me and you, White, I think we could uh, maybe have some fun. Uh, I hope Spronk's okay, obviously, but uh, well, I hope his kid is okay because uh, yeah, the leg is flushed down the toilet apparently. So yeah, that's hard to do, I think. But that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Okay, um, I'm sure it'll be fine. Alberta Health Services came out the other day and they said Alberta is to open up sports again. And I know you talked about it earlier in the podcast, saying you're worried about sports. You're not sure. What's your take on this? Like, what what do you... I know there's a ton of guidelines around it. If you have a team over 50, you can't do it. Like, we're still within the 50 parameter. But what is what does Alberta opening up sports mean to you? It's interesting. I mean, at what point are we looking at provincial things? At what point are we looking at national things, right? Because you look at, for example, U sport, university sport. They've already canceled their stuff for the fall, right? completely canceled then we have alberta where we're, we're basically we're is it tomorrow that phase phase two or phase three starts yeah i think it's uh, the 12th the 12th right? yeah Something. yeah tomorrow uh, i've been seeing i saw a meme about alberta gyms tomorrow that they're just going to be absolutely swarmed but um yeah i mean at what point i mean how do you how do you do how do you go about this safely and and do we have the proper measures in place to make sure that that one sporting event doesn't turn into an outbreak, right? That's I think that's the most important thing. Exactly. And I think I think it comes down to it just takes one person to get it at a sporting event, right? But it's interesting yeah. to say that because I, I read about it and I'm like, okay, hey, well, you know what? I play I, in the past summers. I, I play slow pitch. I'm in a slow pitch league and I love it. It's fun. And I'm thinking to myself, like, will slow pitch, is slow pitch something, for instance, that would come back? And I'm like, well, how do you do it? You're always touching a ball. And then I kind of thought, I was like, what if before the game, each team, like you're, and we're, uh, and I'm assuming my team, we're comfortable being around each other, obviously social distancing in the dugout. Like you don't need to be stranded. You're already social distancing pretty much on the field, right? You're spread out in your positions, but uh, at the start to determine who bats first and who fields first, what if each team captain came up with three slow pitch balls for each and saying, these are our three slow pitch balls. You have three slow pitch balls. While we're in the field, we will use our slow pitch balls because we know they're ours. We know that we can touch them, that we're, we're fine. We're, we don't have, uh, we haven't had any symptoms or signs of COVID, right? Because really, if you're the batting team, you don't necessarily touch the ball. Right. And then when the, when the positions change, when I go from fielding to batting, the team that is now fielding uses their slow pitch balls. Is that, is that a thing? Could you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I think I like those ideas. I think it's really important to take any and all precautions possible because again, any outbreak could be devastating. Um, But the biggest thing I'm getting and the biggest thing that's coming out of this, the biggest way to prevent anything from happening is that if you have symptoms, you need to stay home. There is absolutely zero wiggle room on that. That is how it gets spread more than anything. And more and more, that's what's coming out as far as the scientists and, and doctors. They're all saying, if you have symptoms, you you can't risk it. You can't just say, okay, I have a runny nose, but it's fine. I don't have it. Uh, that's that's how outbreaks start. Now, we've done well in Alberta. I, I, I think we have. And and uh, our numbers are quite good, but uh, there have been a few outbreaks popping out over the past couple of days. So I, I really hope that doesn't that isn't a trend that continues. 
yeah, yeah. I hope uh, they kind of understand how to control it. And yeah, like you said, I think. I think it's going to be an interesting outlook on certain things. I know you're looking at gyms or fitness centers and I know a lot of fitness centers you have to make, you have to book an appointment. It's not just going to be the, the olden days where I'm laughing because I say the olden days, which was like <laughs> five months ago, makes it sound like it was the 1912. <laughs> the olden days. The olden days. The olden days of January. Yeah. What um, a time. Think about how different, but no, no just as a sidebar. Think about, and, and this is for the listeners too, just take a second. Think about how different our lives were in January. How insanely different our lives were and how much the world has changed. It's absolutely unbelievable. I don't want to think about it. Oh, sorry. I'm yawning there. Whew, it's been a long week, but but yeah, I know uh, fitness centers are having to book by appointment. So you're after going to go in and uh, schedule like a one hour, uh, one and a half hour uh, workout time. So it's like, if I want to go work out, I'll have to go between like one thirty and three or something like that. But that'll be interesting to see, but it is, it, 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 I'm very intrigued to see how this all plays out. But obviously if they're moving this towards phase two, then I, I would assume Alberta health services do have a good outlook on this. So yeah, what have you been doing to stay in shape there, Buffy? Well, the uh, absolutely I know you're a guy. <laughs> well, I know I just know you're a guy that goes to the gym pretty often. You can if you walk by the fitness center, you can often find Mr. Buffy in there. Uh no, you haven't been you've been falling off the yeah. you've been falling off um, the grind a little bit or what? Yeah, I've fallen off the grind and white uh, I'm usually lost if I'm in the fitness center. I'm gone. But no, I I have <laughs> been I I had a full intention to get quarantine fit and yeah, it disappeared i found it very hard to work out in my house so and yeah I, I live in a condo that. so like there's people below me so i can't be doing like jumping jacks or burpees like you know i gotta respect my neighbors so i gotta i gotta give a shout out to my wife she uh she works out pretty often she she goes to the city of edmonton rec centers um and she we have an unfinished basement and she kind of she's turned that into her little workout zone down there and i'm very diligent about working out uh, i cannot say the same for me unfortunately, but I have recently started going to the basketball hoops by my house and, uh, throwing down some dunks to stay in shape. So yeah, I've seen that on your Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's just more it's to, late. It's I, late, late at night. You said you're having some problems with that though. You said kids were videotaping you and you weren't sure oh, if they God. were like interested and intrigued <laughs> or if you're now on like the internet meme or something. I think like, I'm on TikTok. I, yeah, you might be on TikTok I'm, or I'm some form sure of I'm pretty sure I'm on internet. TikTok because I, uh, yeah, this is funny. So I've been going over those rims and I've been trying to dunk 100 times every night. I've been trying to do that uh, so that, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's a good fitness thing. It's, it's, it's been really good so far. Uh, but there has been some kids who have been low key, stopping at like the picnic tables by the courts and like trying to act like they're not filming me, but I can tell that they're filming me. Uh, and they've just been kind of like recording and trying to pretend that they're not to. So this is a, one of two things, either they think I'm really cool and they like filming me dunk, or they just think I'm really lame and I am now the laughing stock of my neighborhood. And I'm not sure which of those two it is. If you have an idea, you guys are obviously, uh, young people yourselves, what do you guys think? Do you guys think I'm the laughing stock or do you think I'm the legend of the neighborhood? I mean, with, I mean whoa, it's not whoa, like I'm whoa, doing whoa, lame whoa, dunks. Whoa, the legend? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the legend. Okay, that was maybe a little, maybe yeah. a little dramatic, but, but I, I, I definitely am on some social media platform somewhere. And oh, I, for I, sure. You are on the internet. 100%. But like, it's not like my dunks are bad. It's not like I, no, you know you're, what I mean? you're throwing down some, some decent ones, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. So I don't know. Uh, last night I did, I was, I was practicing my behind the back off the backboard alley-oops and, uh, with, 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 with pretty good success. Nice. And I was downloading the new season of, uh, COD. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. There's my quarantine. We definitely did not wake up at 6am to play that this morning. That definitely Um, did not happen. No, we didn't. Hey, guess what? Huge, huge local news. Uh, local news, local sporting news. Um, Alfonso Davies, we all know him, right? Plays for uh, Bayern Munich. Edmonton product. Yep. Uh, is ranked ninth 
top 10 most valuable player in the world, like most sought after, right? Uh, that's huge. He's 19 years old. That's insane. And uh, they they did give his uh, they did give his uh, uh, paycheck away on, uh, and I'll do the quick conversion in euros. Um, it comes out to two hundred and three million dollars Canadian that he's uh, that. putting in his uh, Velcro no fear wallet. So my question to you, White, is what no does fear. this mean for soccer in Canada? Because, oh, like, we're, we, Canada likes soccer. Soccer's global. We all know that. We've touched it. Um, Canada, it's hard. It's very snowy here a lot of the times, right? But so what does this mean? Like, is, is, is it big for Canada? Is it just big for Edmonton? What, like, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, definitely Canada's men's team in particular has, has kind of struggled on the international stage for sure over the years. Um, and I think it is absolutely huge to have a Canadian soccer superstar. And that's what he is. He is a superstar. That's You don't make that kind of money if you're not a superstar. I'm sorry. I think it's interesting that we have a German hockey superstar here in Edmonton and a Canadian soccer superstar in Germany right now. That's kind of like bizarro world. Like it's like it's like we've taken the two spe- – like the two – yeah, it's like Special upside down. It's yeah. like upside down world in Stranger Things. It's, or it's, something. it's pretty crazy, but I do think it's huge. I remember the, I did the I did something the other day, and I, I can't remember if I've mentioned this on the podcast or not, but if you want to do a funny, not funny, but an interesting activity, go onto the FIFA world rankings and find Canada, and then find the countries ahead of Canada that you never knew existed. Because there's a lot of them. <laughs> and like, I'm a social teacher. I like my history. I like my geography. And I won't lie to you. There were a couple on there that I was like, ah. So here's ah. my question to you then. And I just, I, I'm going to, I'll ask you a few questions and I just want yes or no answers. Are you ready? Are you this or thatting me right now? Uh, it's kind of like a, this or that. Are you ready? Um, uh, nope, but go anyway. Does he help Canada's national team qualify for the World Cup? If he plays for them. Okay, so that's a yes if he plays. Yes, yes, but him I individually, you know like what, he, he helps them qualify for the World Cup. Something that yes, Canada absolutely. hasn't done in a in a long time. But you know right? what though, I I am so untrustworthy of Canadian athletes suiting up for their national team. Uh, you know what? I think he's pretty. I think he's a pretty proud Canadian. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I hope, get that. I, I get that so. sense from him. I really hope he suits up. If he does, he'll help. Yeah. Okay, next. Next question. Do you see community or club soccer in Edmonton rise because of this? Yes. The more publicity he gets, the more posters we see around town, the more uh, the more marketing that we see here, the more people will want to be like him and therefore play soccer. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Those are just my two questions. I, I The national team one, I think... I would like to, it would be great. Like, like you said that it's Canada is not usually known to be this powerhouse in soccer. They have come close like a few times. Obviously it's much different on the women's side and you could just see like, and I think this, this is why I bring these questions up is you have the women's Canadian soccer program as a, I, I view them as a powerhouse, right? They hold their own. They're good. Right? And they're, they're, they're very good. Right. And I think yep. look what it's done for soccer in Canada and just female sports in Canada. Right. So I think that's kind of what I'm hoping for. And, uh, yeah, I think I see it on the rise, right. It's, it's just the association with something that you can get behind. It's like kids wanting to play like Connor McDavid. It's absolutely right. It's why it's why kids want to be like LeBron or like Jordan. Right. So yeah, I agree but, completely. Yeah. Yep. Speaking about LeBron, um, he is going to go visit Mickey Mouse. Yeah. NBA officially coming back to a bubble, as it's being called, in Orlando. Where are they playing Orlando? Are they playing like it, like it, where the Orlando Magic play? Or are they actually playing in Walt Disney World? They might use Amway Arena, but but here's the thing is that Disney owns ESPN. And there is something, and I just know this because I used to live in Orlando. There is something called the uh, ESPN Wide World of Sports. Yeah, and they have it is pretty much a training facility. They have uh, they have stadiums. 
they have courts all yeah. with uh, all with seating capacity. Well, they so, don't need seating capacity though, right? They they don't need a ton at all. Like I, well, I there's think no, the there's going to be no spectators. There, yeah, the only spectators are going to be like reserve players and stuff, right? Yeah, so, and the team, like um, the team personnel. So they have yes, they have all the facilities. There's tons of training facilities, outdoor, indoor. Yeah, because I, I see most of it taking place at ESPN Wide World of Sports. I could also see them using Amway Arena as well, which is the the Orlando Magic's home arena. Well, doesn't so. Disney have a stake in the Orlando Magic? Uh, yes, I, I would. I think they actually are the owners, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because I know, like when the Nike jerseys came out, they got to put their little sponsorship right on the kind of shoulder, and uh, yeah. on it is it says Disney right on the Orlando Magic jersey. Yeah. Um. Oh, this one is. They're not owned by Disney, but they do probably have a stake. Yeah, it's owned by the Devos family or something. But anyways, I thought that would just be some uh, local news, uh, local NBA yeah, news. Yeah, it's really. I know really hockey's good. coming um, back. Uh, they they talked about a bunch of Oilers skating up and suiting up, and they they chatted how it was great to be out and slowly, slowly, slowly. Right. So on today's uh. Fun fact about Mr. White that you don't care about. I am thrilled about this playoff format for the NBA because it means that the team that I cheer for, the Sacramento Kings, has a chance to make it into the playoffs. And I know none of you care, but I don't care. I'm Smackdown. Smackdown. Sacramento. Yep. Yeah. In the end, though, I think all just all these sports coming back are uh, they're going to be viewed a little different, especially the ones who are going into a playoff format. Right? It's what if, like, oh, they they sat for so long, like they weren't in a rhythm because it is. It can be fair to say, and you know what? I'm going to throw this out there for the NHL. Like, you have Leon Drysaddle and Connor McDavid one two in uh, points, right? And yep. what happens if they come back and they're just stagnant? Like, obviously when you're feeling good and you're riding a point streak, you ride it and you just, you know, the rhythm's coming, but you've been stagnant. Oh. So like what, what happens? Maybe like knock on wood, maybe the Oilers get knocked in the first round, Ugh, right? I like is that, that would, it, it's a sadness, but it terrible. is, it could be a reality because maybe no, their fire isn't lit anymore. No. And especially in hockey, hockey's a sport where it's truly an anything can happen sport. Um, there's a little bit more variance in it and that bit more bounces here and there. Right. Um, I uh, look, I'm a big Oilers fan. If they get eliminated in that wild card round or in that, that five game yeah, series to the Blackhawks, the I, I think the NHL, the that is games, whatever they're calling. Yeah. That is seriously going to put a damper on my summer. That yeah. is because I am so excited for this summer. There's going to be so many sports on. And I am so excited to just to to, to take those all in. I just need unbelievable. Yeah, I need I need baseball, and I I I that's like the 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 prospects are canceled. And not saying I I went to a lot of prospect games, but it was fun pastime to do in Edmonton. Well, the prospects are they got booted from Edmonton entirely? Did they not? Uh, yet to be written, but the, the new owners of, yeah, the new owners are, uh, not, did not ask them to come back, but, um, I'm still waiting sidebar here. Uh, you, you do know who you are. I taught you for Z30. If you do listen to the podcast, I'm still waiting on a signed baseball. So hook that up maybe at the grad drive through. (laughs) I know exactly who you're talking about. And if you You, could make that too, I mean, I wouldn't be mad. And if, if you want to just, and if you, if you are coming through the grad drive through and you want to just sign a baseball, I'll take it. I, I like collections of baseballs. I got like five at home, right? I'll, I'll take your signed baseball. I have one, I have one slow pitch ball in my phys office and kids may have seen it. This was 2014, six years ago, phys 30 class. I had a kid pitch a perfect game and I know it's like, well, Mr. Buffy, you, you should let kid like you should allow every kid to hit and stuff, but Man, he was he was whiffing people. He was striking out everyone. He pitched a perfect game, so I did. I let him sign the slow pitch ball that we used in Fazed, <laughs> put the year on it, and it's on my desk, and I still have it. It's it's great. So that's fantastic. And people think slow pitch is just lobbing it up, but there is you there's can, some art to it, man. He had some. You he had can some spin. doctor your not doctor's not the right word, but you can add a little English. a little flavor, a yeah. little flavor a little to spice. your uh, to your slow pitch pitches but, for sure. Yeah. Um, on baseball news, man, and the 30 for 30 news, maybe the kids might not know this, but, uh, there's a 30 for 30 coming out called the long gone summer, right? And it is about 
the Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire home run era. And if, for those of you that don't know, I really recommend watching this. It's a great thing. And if you like baseball, you probably know. But even if you're not a baseball, if you're just a sports fan, this was an era in baseball where baseballs were flying out of the park at an astronomical rate. And these two are pretty much behind it. I'll let, I won't spoil anything, but later on, they find out that they were obviously doing it enhanced substances wise but i like this because it changed baseball and it created a home it created the future of home runs are the way of baseball now and i as two baseball fans i think we could talk about this because spronk isn't here but i am not i am not a fan of the home run ball i like it but i also don't want to see five six seven eight home runs a game I want yeah. to see singles. I want to see small ball. I well, there's a big strategy there, and you've seen it with the shift happening in the outfield. But um, I'm I'm very excited for this as well. Actually, I love a good sports documentary. Uh, I love Thirty for Thirty. I'm a big fan. I know you you show them in your classes from time to time as well. Um, but yeah, I totally I totally get that. I it's interesting. You know what? The steroid era is so controversial. And at this point, we might as well rename our podcast to the the Fizzed and Friends talk steroids, but because uh, I feel like we've talked about steroids in what four episodes now. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But but uh, I, but it's an interesting topic, and I'm really interested to see what is said on there. Um, that Do you era was watching any yes, games oh, of yes. and Mark Moore? Oh, absolutely. I remember I was a kid. I remember that was the most some of the most exciting baseball to hit. I mean, to watch. You think about it. There was a year where Maguire hit what ninety eight home runs. Yeah, I, was it ninety eight? Ninety eight. I'll pull it up on. Uh, it was in that ballpark. No pun intended. Uh, but he hit, I think, ninety eight. So if you do the math on that, that means he hit a home run. If you average out his home runs, and obviously he probably hit a couple in some games, but in at least fifty percent of his games, he hit a home run. And you know what? That's what the fans want to see. Like right. Especially if you're a casual baseball fan, that's what gets the people going is home runs. Well, exactly, right? And that's that's why I'm saying like modern day baseball. His best year for home runs was nineteen ninety-eight. He put seventy over the fence. He put seventy. And then the next year he followed it up with sixty-five. Um he also did play hundred and fifty-five and hundred and fifty-three games that year. He had a year of 52 and 49. Um, yeah, I'm all f- like, I like the home run ball. It's great, but it it has changed baseball 100%. Uh, you see the shift. You almost have to be a home run hitter or you have to be able to hit it the other way, which is, you know what? We, we can sit here and talk all we want. It's like, oh, that's really easy to do. You just hit it the other way. It's like, remember that to be successful in baseball, you need to hit the ball 33% of the time. Like to be an elite ball player, you need to be in the high 30% of hitting the ball. That's a failure. Like you're failing as an athlete to be successful, right? Yeah, Uh, you look at on-base percentage, even on-base percentage, not even like way less than 50% of the time do they even get onto first base. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Like the baseball, you you have to be mentally tough because you fail a lot. Um. Sammy Sosa you know, in people, 1998. Sorry, sorry, Sammy Sosa in 1998 hit 66 jacks. That was his best year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that. I think. So, and that was the same year as that Maguire put. Uh, uh, that was the Magu- same year Maguire put 70. So obviously the race is there. Hence the documentary. I was but saying 98. I think I was thinking of the year. And you're not you're the probably thinking hit, 98. But, uh, okay, 98 home runs is psychotic. Considering that it's very similar in the NHL, like we celebrate 50 goal scorers, the MLB celebrates 50 home run hitters, right? Like 50 seems to be that sport number, right? I don't know what it is in football. Maybe like like a thousand receiving yards or something, or I don't know. 98 would be absurd. Yeah, Um, that 98-99 is crazy. I I just wanted to say something, and just like our friend Mr. Spronk, probably some people listening who might think that baseball is is boring. They might think not enough happens. But the reality is, is that if you really start to understand baseball, every single pitch becomes exciting because it's really a chess game, right? 
Are you going to throw a breaking ball? Are you going to throw a fastball? So my advice is you think baseball is boring. Get to know the game a little bit and start to understand why each pitch is being thrown, why the outfielders are doing what they're doing, uh, things like that. Baseball becomes much more exciting. Exactly. One, I agree with you 100%. It, you, you just need to take a couple games, sit back, really embrace it. I loved when I went to first few by baseball, I loved keeping score, right? It kind of keeps you in the game, but there is, there's so many little intricacies that I know can seem boring and like, Oh, they stand there. Half the players don't even do anything. It's, it's so much more than that. There's an excitement behind it that the fact that it is such a hard game to play and you're watching these people do it right. Not saying hockey isn't hard to play. Right, not saying soccer, football isn't hard to play at an elite level. I get that, but it's there's so many interesting things before it. And if you're honestly, cerebral. yeah, if you're a math nerd, or I shouldn't say math. Can I say math nerd? I think I can. Right, if you love just crunching Nerds numbers, are cool now, man. Yeah, if you love crunching numbers, baseball is your game. There's you you could look at the like look at the movie Moneyball. It's directly yeah, related to statistics and everything behind it. So give it a shot, give it a uh, give it a watch. It's it's awesome game. I think a lot of people will fall in love with it. A lot of stories out there that uh, COVID is killing baseball and and you know what it's the like this and that. But I, I'm sorry, I think baseball's here to stay, and it's my favorite sport to watch. I, I like hockey a lot, but I will watch baseball through and through. So, well, and baseball is such a good sport because you can. Baseball is my marking sport. When I'm doing marking, I throw on a baseball game in the background, and it's just it's perfect for that. Yeah, you can, and I'm not gonna lie, I love having a good afternoon nap watching the Blue Jays. So there we go. <laughs> well, Red Sox. Uh, for the for the majority of the Blue Jays' existence, they've been. Uh, worthy of afternoon naps yeah exactly but they had a good run a couple years ago but yeah that was interesting we watched that actually i remember uh because that was during the era when they didn't care what time baseball was on tv so it'd be like (laughs) mid-october and i'm sitting in block two and if uh well it's it's happened now so i'm just gonna say it block two we put we i had mlb tv so i just turned it on and just like sports we watched performance man yeah exactly it was sports forms class we just turned on the uh, game because it was on at like noon I was still in university at that time, and uh, I remember I was walking through, uh, I th- yeah, I was walking through ECA, or uh, that, that health sciences building. Is and, that the Rubik's uh, Cube? Yeah, the Rubik's Cube building, and I was watching it on my phone, but it, it was one of those moments that just kind of captured the country a little bit. Yeah. I used to study in that, that Rubik's Cube building because it had no Wi-Fi and no cell reception, so there you go. That's... <laughs> That's how I'm going to date myself there. But um, do we want to do a white hot take this week? You know what? I don't think I, not I here, think what first of all, I will say, and maybe this will just, uh, just get people fired up for the next episode. I already know that you agree with me on this white hot take. So I don't really feel a need to drop it unless Spronk's here. Cause I yeah. feel like Spronk's going to disagree. Am I going to agree with so, it? You are. I, you've literally said the very words that this take is so okay well all right well we'll have to wait for that i'm intrigued now now i'm now i'm interested but uh okay. you know what let's let's uh, do something we haven't done in a while let's go to our shout outs um this comes we got in some good from, we got some good stuff this week actually yeah this comes in from eshack uh i think this is his first time so first time long time for eshack probably long time i'm gonna say he's probably a long time listener but he's a first time uh i don't think he's emailed us before no first time shout outer shout outer shout outer shout out um, no he's a he's a shouter just a shouter yeah. we give the shout outs but he is shouting so that we can give him the shout outs <laughs> um i can agree with one of the two things he's saying here uh all sports uh that oh, all sports that can be played in sand should be. Sorry, I read that wrong. I thought he was going to say all sports can be played in sand, and I'm like, yeah. And you know what? There is some interesting sports every now and then. TSN will show like the World Cup of Sand Soccer. Um, and I assume uh, he's probably talking about his uh, favorite sport, spike ball. Yeah. So, so I assume that's where that takes here. Let from. me because I just I've got a summary of the email there, but let me go to his actual uh, email here. He said, uh, he said the reason why, he says it requires more endurance and overall athleticism 
and makes for a more entertaining game. And that's where I'm going to disagree a little bit. I think that sports are the most, first of all, I don't, first of all, I want to say, I agree that sand makes it overall more difficult and more of an athletic experience. But I will say that I don't know that it would be more exciting because I feel like it would slow the game down. And I'm really not sure if that's what people want to see. Yeah. I think you could probably put it on one of those obscure ESPN things, but his, uh, um, his second part his, was mustard is the best oh, condiment. That's horrid. Yeah. Um, that's it's, a terrible it's take. disgusting. That is a mustard terrible, is the worst comment condiment. You know what? This there. is here. Thank you. Ishak, Cause you just filled in our hot take. You just filled in our white hot take of the week that mustard mustard is the best. And this was inspired by Spronk's this or that from last week, but that mustard is the best condiment. Yeah, no, that's a hard pass on that. Mustard is not, no, no. I could list right now, right now off the top of my head, five condiments that are better. Uh, We have relish, better, mayo, better, ketchup, better, barbecue sauce, better, hot sauce, better, all better. And salsa, I'll throw salsa in there too. Salsa is a condiment. Let's take mayo out because I know mayo is polarizing. That's weird. Well, mayo can be polarizing. Oh, you know what I found at the grocery store the other day that I'm very excited about? Yeah, mayo ketchup. How did you know? I didn't tell. I, did I, have I told you that? No, because, but I just assume it's the most recent. It is mayo there. chip. How did yeah. you know that? Yeah. That's um, wild. It was mayo chip and I have been dipping my, oh my gosh, I've been dipping everything in that. <laughs> so good. Our next email, our next email actually outs us. I think she's, uh, I think she's figured us out here. Um, Especially this week, man. Yeah. Right? That was a good conversation. She, uh, she shared a hilarious meme. I laughed. I, I had a good chuckle. Um, this is uh, this is Emily, by the way. Yeah. Emily shared this. Um, Podcasts are just an excuse for adult <laughs> men to call each other and have a meaningful one hour conversation. And you know what? We should. We uh, approach one hour. In it, our it is. We're, we are sitting at 54 minutes right now so by the time we're done talking about this and do our closing you know what we might be actually on the hour we should find a way to actually make it 60 minutes on the dot we are with editing and everything here though yeah um but yeah you know what I, I enjoy talking to you guys i know it's it's been nice over covid to actually get this up and going i've learned a lot about podcasts i'm gonna actually continue on with podcasting over the summer and i know spronk's like no i'm done or whatever like uh no Honestly, yeah, I Bronx, think he's, this he's is a guy, just... thing now. I think that we do this and this turns into our may, the Daily Bulletin maybe or maybe it's sports recaps. You mentioned it earlier. We could sit here and talk about, yeah, if sports are back, we could talk about the football scores. We could talk about how volleyball did, how golf did. We could do that. And I think kids will listen. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, and I know if we, I, I, we want to hear your voices too. And I think it's a good way to amplify your voices on things, right? And um, not just... Uh, not just from things like leadership, but from from all across the school. Maybe a, a kid from dance talking about the dance showcase. Maybe um, a kid from 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 tech talking about tech talking about about things like that. Right. I I really want to use. I, I would think this would be a great platform to hear student voices as well. Not just yeah. Us. I would. Are, I'd like to dive into. I'd like to dive into the student interviews. That'd be fun. Uh, I know we we've kind of tossed around the idea, but. Uh... Yeah, I think we I think we kind of move towards that. And I will tell you this to our listeners. This podcast is not dying over the summer. We will keep it alive. It might. Even if uh, nobody listens, we're just going to use it to talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. And so um, Um, one thing we get. Did we did we miss an email? Uh, did, did we I not get so. one from Zoe? We didn't get one from long time, no. long time well, listener, long time, uh, emailer. We, we didn't get one. We didn't have a pod last week. Right. So, well, I hope we didn't um, lose Zoe, uh, Zoe as a listener. Oh no. She voted in the, in the draft. She voted okay. in the draft. So, um, I think but, she's number one shirt getter there. So I, I really want to hear from, from our listeners though. I, what do you guys want to hear in a podcast? I think that's what matters at the end of the day. Should we be a daily bulletin news recap? Should we do sports recaps? Should we? Uh, yeah, what what do on... you want to hear from what? us over the summer months? What like, would make you actually want to listen during the summer and during school? Yeah, like I I understand that maybe a lot of you are just listening to maybe just hear Spronk or White or myself talk and just like, you know, it's a nice way to just kind of see your teachers without actually seeing them, but. Maybe yeah, over we'll the summer when you guys are busy and you you guys are actually doing stuff. What would what are some things that you would want to 
like listen to would do, I mean would, do you want to hear yeah. white and I talk about our video games like what do you what do you want <laughs> like I think we, I think it's great to ask our viewers to see how we can progress our podcast and I think it'll it's interesting you know what like Buffy you and I we both have our specializations right you're a big sports guy you know you know your sports you know your athletics uh you know your pop culture you know you know a lot of that stuff right um, I'm a history nerd, right? We can really get into some interesting stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, so let us know. Exactly. And uh, I'm just going to end it here before we do our goodbyes. Uh, White knows all of that stuff because I crushed him in Trivial Pursuit. That okay. is the end of our podcast. Fake news. On Fake news. That was, of- it was at least split. Nah, I crushed you split. on, uh, I cu- crushed you on arts You beat culture, me the first so. time. You beat me the first time and then I, I took it from you the next Anyways. time. Yeah. Anyways, listeners, remember Fazed and Friends at gmail.com. We're on Fazed and Friends on Instagram. And Send us if messages you on are there as well. Listening to this, maybe on a friend's phone or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. It has been a pleasure talking to you this week. Mr. White, thanks once again. I would say goodbye to Spronk, but he already left. How am I going to cut him off? This ruins my whole thing. Uh, Well, you know what? Maybe this was all a plan. So anyways, we are sitting at 58 minutes. I think with intro, we're probably going to get to 60. Listeners, once again, thank you. Remember, we are going live at the drive or grad through drive through. Grad through drive through. Well, (laughs) We uh the the Fazed and Frauds Friends podcast is gonna be taking over that athletics tent. So yeah, see us at the athletic tents. Maybe we'll uh, interview some kids as they pass by the cars with like a a broomstick or something from like six meters away or, or six feet. What is it? Six meters? Two meters? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, email in those discussion topics. We want to talk about them. Yeah. Bye bye. Right, we're out.